Today's Leading Women episode 622 with the wonderful Octavia Gilmore. Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Podcast your passion. Yes. Did you know you can podcast your passion, make a difference, and make money talking about what you love talking about? That's how I get to do what I'm doing, talking to wonderful women every day here at Today's Leading Women. Want to learn how I did? Go to podcastyourpassion.com. That's www.podcastyourpassion.com. Yes, women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Octavia Gilmore. Octavia Gilmore is the founder and creative director at Creative Juice that helps clients communicate their message to their target audience to help increase sales and brand awareness. Projects include logo design, business card design, brochure, web, branding, and marketing. After graduating from Savannah College of Art and Design, Atlanta, Octavia worked in corporate design departments for Fortune 500 companies such as AT&T and Kaiser Permanente, and from the ground up with startups such as Achievit and Final Moments Concierge Services. With the explosion of startup companies and the flood of corporate growth in the Atlanta area, Warren has opened Creative Juice to provide custom design solutions for new companies and corporate marketing departments. To learn more, visit www.itscreativejuice.com. So that's ITS, creativejuice.com. Again, that's www.itscreativejuice.com. Women of the World, Miss Octavia Gilmore. Welcome to the show. Hello. I am delighted to have you on the show, and I'm sure our listeners are as well. So hello to Octavia. I really love what you're doing with the business, especially with its creative juice. I love that name as well. You are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, you know, the sweat equity, the knowledge and experience to build a special business you call your own. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you and I want to provide that conduit, you know, that bridge between you and our listeners. So here are some cool questions that we can talk about. Feel free to comment and time about that, but these are just general questions I have in mind. Okay. So let's start with your business. You know, there might be people out there who want to start one and have no clue how to go about it. Can you tell us more about your business and the idea behind that niche? Sure. So um, we are a small boutique graphic design and web design agency, and we specialize in branding, marketing, and web design, kind of like you mentioned. Um, I've always known that I wanted to have my own agency. I just didn't necessarily know when that time in my life would come where I could actually launch one. So um, being a boutique agency, we're pretty small, which allows us to offer more value to our clients than a freelancer or a one-man solopreneur could offer. But then because we're so small, um, we're able to charge lower rates than a really large advertising agency. So that's kind of our sweet spot, which allows us to kind of get some of the larger clients. 
I love when I'm hearing about your business and uh, kudos to you for following up with you, with you, your passion, with you, with you always wanted to have your own uh, branding boutique agency and now you made it happen. What an inspiring uh, story that one is. But what continues to inspire you doing this business? Well, being a young female minority entrepreneur is definitely what inspires me. Um, I'm only 26 years old, and I'm just truly amazed at the level of success I've had thus far. Um, so I am passionate about continuing to push forward and keep going to see how far I can get, you know, keep climbing that ladder. Owning an agency has always been my dream. So now that it's finally coming true, you know, I'm willing to continue to work hard to kind of see how far I can actually get. Mm, yes, what inspiring uh, vision you have there, being able to follow what you're truly passionate about and pursuing the which you know you can achieve, that potential you have inside you, but, and then you made that one possible by having your own boutique branding agency. Great inspiration. Now let's talk about how you prepared for success that turned this idea or that turned this inspiration into a reality. Can you share our listeners what are some of your personality traits or your top three personal qualities that help you become a successful entrepreneur that our listeners can learn from? Right. So the first one I would say is not being a quitter, following through and doing what you actually say you're going to do. Um, you know, starting a business is a lot of work. Um, before I launched, I worked at a company full time and I kind of started my business on the side. So there were a lot of long nights and long weeks of me kind of working two jobs until I was able to get my business off the ground. So definitely being a quitter um, is something that's really important. The next thing I would say is I'm really detailed oriented. Um, I don't let any detail of my business fall through the cracks. So um, I'm extremely organized with our finances, with managing projects, managing client expectations and stuff of that nature. And paying attention to every little detail has allowed me to grow as far as I've grown thus far. And then the last thing I would say is my willingness to always learn more and ask for help when I need it. So I never stop growing. I'm always consistently trying to get better, whether that's speaking to a mentor or reading books, just always trying to become the best me that I can be. Um, that way I can be a successful leader to my team. Mm, so that's being a quit, not being a quitter or following through, having attention to details, willingness to learn. Great personal qualities here that Octavia just shared with us. And the good news is that we can all cultivate and adapt them into our lives. Thanks for sharing those. Now, let's talk about what happened when you started your journey as entrepreneur. You know, as entrepreneurs, we face daily challenges that define our being and to get through those challenges, it takes a very special person. And our audience wants to know that special person in you. So what have been your biggest challenges building your business? And how have you addressed or overcame those barriers to success that a lot of women entrepreneurs face today? Right. So um, one of the issues that I kind of struggled with was hiring. <laughs> so it's kind of hard to find the right people who are going to be dedicated to a small business when, you know, they can easily get a job offer from a larger company for thousands of more dollars. 
So um, I did a lot of trial and error, which was firing, hiring and firing people. Um, and it allowed me to kind of really understand what types of people I actually needed on my team. Um, so that was kind of a good process for me to go through. Um, the second thing is kind of not knowing what I'm doing, right? So <laughs> I've never ran a business before. I've never managed a team. So a lot of it I've had to learn from scratch and from experience. I've never, you know, negotiated deals or dealt with kind of crazy clients. So once again, I, you know, continue to read a lot. I attended local support groups that um, we have around town here in Atlanta where I'm able to kind of interact with other business owners. And then lastly, I have a mentor who kind of helps me go through certain issues where maybe I need a second opinion or just some advice on what to do in certain situations. And then the last kind of thing that I um, struggled with was knowing when to actually bring on an employee or when to take my business to the next level. So um, I don't think you ever fully know <laughs> when it's time to kind of hire an employee. So I just try my best to move forward modestly and learn from my mistakes. And um, like I said, really paying attention to financing and work that's coming in to kind of determine when would be the best time to bring on employees. Mm, yeah, I mean, I can totally relate to these challenges you shared, especially, I mean, learning uh, uh, learning to build a business from scratch, finding the right team. Oh, those are, I'm sure, a lot of challenges that, that I'm sure can relate to a lot of us. But the good thing is that when we're sharing these challenges and the lessons that we have learned from each other, I love that you mentioned about hiring a mentor uh, that really helps you with this because I'm a big fan of having a mentor. We learn from each other. So for our listeners out there, especially for those of you who are just starting out, let's learn from the lessons that uh, Octavia just shared with us that when they do happen to us, we now know what to do. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's just switch gears for a little bit and talk about work-life balance. You know, being a business owner myself, maintaining a work-life balance is so crucial to overall success in life. Now, the challenge with entrepreneurs is how to click on and click off and create a work-life balance, particularly if you have a family juggling many roles. So in your life as an entrepreneur, how do you maintain this work-life balance and what are some of the ways that you accomplish this in the areas of your health, your family, your relationships, and your business? Right. So, you know, work-life balance is extremely hard, especially when you're first launching your business. You're very passionate. You don't want any emails to go unanswered or any phone calls to um, go unanswered. Um, And I also have a husband who kind of works as much as I do. So one thing that I was able to kind of utilize was scheduling everything Um, So if something is not scheduled on my calendar, it probably will not happen because I'm so busy. So, you know, scheduling spa days, family time, even lunch, you know, there were plenty of days where I look up and it was 3 p.m. And I said, hey, I forgot to take lunch today. So definitely scheduling everything um, in addition to the things that are important to you, whether it be family time or fitness or anything of that sort. Um, The second thing I would say is setting office hours and sticking to them. So, you know, if your office hours are nine to five, make sure you're not checking emails after hours. 
Um, just because a client sends an email or a customer, it doesn't mean you need to respond right away. They're not going anywhere. So definitely sticking to those office hours and having the discipline to um, not work late into the day. And then the last thing is, you know, finding me time. So time to do what's, whatever I felt was important to me. Um, you know, family time above all else, as well as time for relaxation. Um, I made sure to kind of schedule that in in advance. And then um, that time is sacred, right? So if someone needs to schedule a conference call with me during my me time, then that time is unavailable. So really being um, dedicated and very strict about your personal time is the best way that I found that you can find a work-life balance. Mm, I love your perspective on this and those tips that you shared with us. Really scheduling uh, is, I'm a big fan of really scheduling everything. And I mean, I make sure that whatever's on my, it's, if it's not on my calendar, chances are it's gonna get, not going to get done. So really important to schedule everything and not just your business, but your personal activities as well. Setting work hours and staying to it. Oh, this is so huge. And I'm sure for a lot of us who are working from home, this is a little challenge because I find out one myself too but I really have to be strict with myself that okay I'm going to be working uh, because my husband has his corporate job too so I try to uh, model his time so that when he's away for work I am going to be doing my work business as well so that when he comes home we spend time together I mean it's hard because you keep thinking about what you need to do what needs to get done but wow what a game changer it is when you know that you have this hour set for for yourself for your business that okay it's gonna be work mode and then after that one you have to switch and yeah i mean it's it's like when you have a corporate job you have work hours so why not do that one with your business as well because remember we also have other areas of our lives that are important to you finding that time for yourself find that family time to enjoy with your family really important not to neglect those all right, I know you've given us a lot of tips already, but before we touch on the highlights of our show, I'd love for you to talk about success and what success means to you. Your business appears to be financially doing quite well, and with that success flows into other areas in the entrepreneur's life. Now, we'd also like to say that success is a mindset. I can have $10 in, in my pocket, but my mind feels like a millionaire. I feel mm-hmm. great about myself and I'm moving forward. The opposite way will be a multi-billionaire and be totally miserable. So am I successful financially? Yes. Individually, probably not. So in your journey as an entrepreneur, what does success mean to you? And what are some of the benchmarks that you use to measure your success? Right. So success to me is definitely setting goals that are important to me in my business and then achieving them and making sure that these goals are SMART goals. And SMART stands for specific, measurable, achievable, results-focused, time-bound goals. For example, um, one of my goals for my business for this year was to get a physical office space by, you know, this date. So setting that goal, um, it's actually attainable, giving myself a deadline. And that's one of the goals that we actually achieve. So um, financial goals are the same way, you, you know, writing those financial goals down 
and then actually thinking of an action plan on how you can obtain these goals. So um, those are some of the things that I would say are what success means to me. And everyone, you know, obviously it's individual. So a goal might be getting five clients for this month, just making sure that it's a goal that is realistic, that you can actually achieve, and then giving yourself a realistic time frame to kind of achieve that goal. Mm, I love your perspective on success. Success about setting smart goals and love that acronym that you have just shared with us and, of course, achieving them. At the end of the day, yes, we are doing this business to achieve certain goals that we have for ourselves. And more often, that really drives us to doing what we love doing, what we're passionate about doing, creating the impact, creating that lifestyle, creating the income that we we deserve or we want to want to achieve as a business owner. Great perspective there. All right, let's talk about the highlights of our show. And that's your advice for other entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be, especially to those who want to follow your footsteps. You obviously got some lessons learned under your belt of experience. So take it back to the past. Say you're going to start all over again as an entrepreneur and you are in a class with other entrepreneurs who are hungry and thirsty for success or even for making that first buck. What types of special suggestions or advice and lessons that you learn would you give your fellow entrepreneurs knowing where you came from and where you headed at? And if you can boil them down to your top three tips or advice, what would those three be? I would definitely say to be fearless. You know, if you are not uncomfortable in your position, then you aren't growing as a person. So definitely being fearless, trusting your inner gut feelings. Um, always go with your women's intuition, I have to say. Um, it can never steer you wrong. And definitely, you know, make mistakes. Don't be afraid to make a mistake. The earlier you make a mistake, um, the earlier you are to, you're able to learn from it. And a mistake is just uh, another opportunity. So I would definitely say be fearless, trust your gut, and make mistakes. Mm, be fearless, trust your gut, and make mistakes. Is that what that, what was that what uh, you just summarized in those three uh, things? Yes. That is brilliant and very succinct um, um, advice there that uh, Octavia just shared with us. Let's take action on them today and I'll make sure to have them on our show notes. Last but not the least, Octavia, share our listeners that one woman out there that you admire the most and why. Um, I would definitely have to say my mother. She raised my brother and I on her own. She kind of went on to get a master's degree, and now she's a very successful educator. So she is, you know, the true definition for me of a woman who worked hard and kind of achieved success. So she's definitely my motivation. I learned a lot from her growing up, and a lot of her hard work and determination definitely reflects um, within me as a person today so mm, yeah so to your mom for being such an inspiration not only to you but to all of us here at today's new women we salute her lastly octavia share our listeners what's one big benefit that they can get with your product or your service where they can get it and what's the best way that our listeners can connect with you and then we'll end from there Definitely. So um, one of the big things we can help, you know, you as an entrepreneur is defining your brand and kind of helping you set yourself 
apart from competitors or other people who offer similar services to you. And then also helping you create an online presence for yourself, you know, through your website so that you can get found and get customers. Um, you can find us online at itscreativejuice.com. And then we're on Twitter at um, it's underscore creative. And on there we share um, design inspiration every day as well as um, some of our tips that we share in our blog. And then you can also find us on Instagram at it's creative juice. And there we kind of share some of our projects that we're working on. So. Mm, all right. So that's www.itscreativejuice.com. That's I-T-S creativejuice.com. And from there you can uh, connect to Octavia and her team to through her social media as well. Again, that link is www.itscreativejuice.com. I highly encourage you, our listeners, to go there now. At least be on her newsletter so you can be updated on what she's putting out there. And if her products and services resonate with you i highly encourage you to jump in this is an area that they can help you with the brand and marketing that is an area that we need as a business owner so if their products and services resonate with you connect with octavia and see how she can help you grow and build your business again the link is www.itscreativejuice.com Octavia, thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time, your inspiring story, your expertise, for being a role model to many, and for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners today. Women of the world, including me, appreciate you and wish you more success in business and in your life. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thinking of starting a podcast? Seriously consider starting a podcast of your own, remembering that it will allow you to grow in ways you never imagined. It will grow your email list, your audience, your influence, and your bank account. Go to podcastprofitsystem.com to get started. That's www.podcastprofitsystem.com. Feeling inspired and empowered to make it happen? Then take the next step and go get your free guide to the top 10 resources that today's leading women use to stay at the top of their game, plus Marie's favorite today. Visit todaysleadingwomen.com slash guide for your free download, and we'll see you on the next episode of Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg.